0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast, episode thirty-eight. My name is Yuri, and I'm joined by Keishi. Hey, Yuri, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about you?
1: I- I'm good. I'm good. Um, excited to be talking about our goals and um, and progress today. Yeah, it's uh, actually you know
0: we're recording this again on a Monday night, eight thirty o'clock in the evening.
1: Yeah, um, hopefully there will be some bloopers, but also also some inter- interesting stuff um, about our side hustles. Yeah, this is um,
0: it's the end of the month. Actually, no, it's March 1st. Usually at the end of the month, we recap our goals as we always do. But before we get into that, I have one really important question for you, Keishi. What are you drinking today?
1: All right. So today I'm drinking um, Mitsuya, which, which I think has been on this podcast a couple of times. But this time it's there luxurious peach soda um, whatever that means and it says there is a puree inside inside the drink what's a puree it's like um, something soft soft uh yeah it's, it's like I, I don't know how to describe it but
0: because in russian puree is uh mashed potatoes
1: yeah it's the same in slovak so it says i guess it's, it's the fruit version of mashed potatoes right. <laughs> let's say for the purpose of this have you given it a try yet not yet, but I'm gonna do that right now. Tastes good, it, it's not too sweet, tastes like peach. And um, I am still trying to find a puree inside, but I'll um, update you once I actually find it.
0: All right, there's no puree, I
1: I can't identify it in the drink. It tastes like a, just like a soda,
0: okay? Just like fizzy peach water,
1: yeah. Maybe it's at the bottom, like. All this stuff usually just falls to the bottom.
0: Normally, I tell you to shake it up, but since it's carbonated, that's not going to work out.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll just flip it upside down a couple times. Anything? Not really, no. All right. Well,
0: <laughs> it was worth a try.
1: Exactly. How about you? What are you drinking today?
0: I got two teas. Uh, one is, what is that thing called? The chestnut. The chestnut tea.
1: Nice, you got. There's there no blueprint here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I decided not to read the Japanese. What oh, hoji cha, right? Yeah. And I, I thought it was acorn tea at first, but you know I was like, <laughs> that's not right. Well, anyway, you corrected Man. me. I was asking you about that earlier. It has little nice acorns on the cover on the packaging. You, you mean chestnuts? Oh, oh I'm, yeah. Unless you're a zero squirrel. I haven't seen <laughs> chestnuts in so long. I keep confusing chestnuts with acorns. For any nut specialists. Are those nuts?
1: I'm not sure.
0: For any nut specialist listening <laughs> to this, feel free to chime in. Let us know the facts on acorns and uh, <laughs> chestnuts. I guess the chestnuts are the ones with the spiky shell on the outside. Yeah. I don't recall having ever seen them in my side of the United States from New York. I do recall seeing them like back in uh, Ukraine. Yeah. For some reason in New York, I don't think I have ever encountered any. That's why I guess I'm having a hard time remembering what a chestnut is and confusing it with an acorn. <laughs> Taste a little, um. well, actually, I don't know what a chestnut tastes like, so <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a hard one. Well, I guess that's what a chestnut tastes like. Ladies and gentlemen, please uh, leave it up to your imaginations to determine what a chestnut tastes like, because I can't really tell you either. Next up, I have uh, Okinawa tea, Sampincha. It has a pretty nice, nice. design on uh, the label. Yeah, the label looks really nice. Let me just crack it open right now. This one tastes like some sort of fruit, but for the life of me, I can't figure out which one, so um, I'll leave it at that. But these ones are very light, so I like them. Not very strong on flavor, either of them. All
1: right, so you're leaving a lot to to the listener's imagination
0: here. Yeah, I want you to close your eyes and imagine what this tastes like. Okinawa tea and um, chestnut tea.
1: Sounds like we're, we're creating a new meditation app or something here. <laughs> rather than a podcast
0: oh if there's a market for it we should most definitely do it but that aside let's get to the topic of the day which is our goals of the month or rather goals of february you promised quite a bit haven't you keishi
1: yeah i think so and i think i overpromised. looking at the at the least that we have here
0: yeah so you want to get started with yours what did you promise
1: Sure so um let let me run through the list of last month and kind of give a quick status update i guess um yeah so so number one was to get my <clears throat> to get my va format articles for my two smaller sites so as as i mentioned i've i had him format um stuff for my biggest blog for quite a while now and um i guess i successfully finished this goal and um and now the va is doing formatting and and preparing the drafts in wordpress for me and stuff like that for for all of my sites, which is which is nice, saves a lot of time and even more um, frustration and and time dealing with WordPress. Um, number two was continue posting nine, ta- nine times a week mm. across my three sites. That's a lot. Um, yeah, th- that one I hit. Um, luckily, um, as we always talk here, um, we're not the we're not the ones writing the articles in this case, so. So I was able to hit that that one. It was just a matter of preparing the briefs and and um, and hiring people to do them or, or assigning them to people I work with. Mm. Um, number three was to post at least one article on on my personal blog and my aviation blog each. Um, this one I completely failed. So I wrote about eighty percent of of an article for my aviation site, but um, it won't be posted until this month. And I didn't even open my personal blog, so. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 number three is a total failure, I yeah. guess. Um, number four was edit at least one article for the book that I'm planning to make w- with my aircraft stories, my aviation stories. Um, that's that's not a complete failure. And number five was continue reading and walking daily. So um, I continued walking daily. I didn't hit that. I um, walked considerably less than I was planning to, but I still averaged, I think like, Ten or eleven thousand steps a day. It's kind of cold though, so. Yeah, that's an excuse. It's was just lazy. It's a passable <laughs> excuse. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I'd say I hit like sixty-five percent of what I wanted to do. What about
0: uh, your reading goals? Have you been reading anything interesting?
1: No, actually, I, I got a new book called "Business Adventures: Twelve Classic Tales from the World of Wall Street," which I started reading, but but nowhere near as much reading as I planned to do either
0: okay all right
1: all right how about you
0: uh, let's see <laughs> Ho-
1: hopefully i'm not the only one to embarrass myself here <laughs> no, no no no
0: no you're you already know um failing multiple times in a row so on my list of february 2021 goals uh i have something called maintain progress and meaning maintain my current level of output on my three sites not yeah. not, in, not counting my personal blog which means doing four for the main one and then two for the newest one that I made back in October. Yeah. And so like four, so a total of six, four on the main ones, two on uh, the new one every month. Looking back, I I only hit (laughs) one out of four on the main one. And uh, I got, it's funny, like I only did that one like a, a day or two ago. And for the new blog, I actually over-delivered over there. So three out of two. But the most important thing here is like the main one is the one that provides me with most of the revenue and the new one is not exactly one that's, you know, <laughs> providing me with any revenue. Yeah. So it's a, I shouldn't be really slacking on the main one.
1: Yeah, but but it's still good to keep growing your, your new site because I, th- I think it needs some some loving and care to, to get to the point where it starts making some money.
0: Yeah. So. Then there was a do one year blog post a month. That's my personal blog. I actually did that based on the uh, fallacy detective book that we talked about in an earlier podcast.
1: Oh, that's right. You sent me that one. I
0: just figured, you know, since I read the book, I learned all about the logical fallacies. You know, probably another good way to retain what you learn is to use it or teach it or find a way to interact with the information. So, you know, rewriting it out was a good practice in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think this, this podcast is, an, is a similar exercise, I think, where, where we talk about these things and, and that kind of helps us clarify our own understanding of the things.
0: Yeah. You know, actually, I re listen to, or maybe I'm skewing our stats here. <laughs> <laughs> I re listen to our podcasts, like, maybe once or twice after we put it out. Nice. And I only do that just to see how I sound, how can I improve the way I speak, and also, I guess, the thoughts and ideas that I bring to the table I guess it kind of helps them... Yeah, like you said, it helps clarify and crystallize whatever thought you kind of had. Yeah. It's like almost like having a conversation with yourself in third person, or I guess having a third person (laughs) conversation. Uh, So yeah, that's just a quick side note as to why I listen. Nice. Um, Next up, I had some nice to have goals. There was a... Actually, no, it was not nice to have goals. One was to try a t-shirt or a PDF in February. And I am... I do have two t-shirt designs. I put one of them up on redbubble.com. It's a place where you, if you get a design, you can just slap it up and then link, you know, create your own store and then link to it from wherever your website is, yeah. whatever, wherever you choose to promote your work. So I actually did that, but I didn't put it on my site just yet. And I have another design waiting um, for me to post up probably later today or something. So that I hit, I think, kind of. Well, I have, you know, yeah, Let's let's just say hit. And
1: yeah, I, th- I think you did. I think you've got the inputs done. Now it's just a matter of whether something sells or not, I guess, right?
0: Yeah. And there's the nice tab goals is um, NHK News Web Easy. That's a pretty easy one to stick with. Udemy, I'm almost close to finishing in the email marketing course, but it's gotten to the point where it's like no longer applicable to what I do. So I'm kind of thinking about, you know, should I finish it or just oh, abandon it?
1: What What does that mean? Is it like strategies that there's... No chance you would be implementing or is it just? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like, for example, well, th- there was one on sending a email about webinars. You know, I don't personally do webinars or hmm. have a need for that. I mean, like there's, I still have to look through and see how much I've left. I have like one week left, which is probably one week. Again, if I do like a few videos a day, I'll probably get that done in the next few days if I try. Yeah. Um, but this is one of these input goals. It's not really output. It's just like a nice to have consumption of information. Yeah. And as I watch the videos, I will rewrite the copy that he presents on screen by hand. Just so like Yeah. So I, I can replicate it on my own next time. So I, I'm still going through that. I've not really finished that. Pinterest um <laughs> Pinterest depends on the posts that I make, which I did not make any for my main site. So that didn't happen. Yeah. So that's I think it for my nice to have so far. So a few failed goals and a few goals that I hit. It's a uh, February, so you're not alone, Casey. I, I've also um, failed left <laughs> and right this past month.
1: Well, that's that, that's good. We g- we gotta try so much harder in March to, to catch up.
0: Uh, well, here's the thing: we, I don't think we should add punishment <laughs> <laughs> to uh, you know
1: if we miss goals. I don't think it's gonna help. All right, so so we gotta try positive in- incentives, yeah, positive reinforcements, and and think about what we're gonna do if we actually do hit our goals.
0: Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, I like the sound of that sounds good we should buy readers free something give them give them something for free
1: yeah or, or give money to charity or something but but then it's also an excuse to to set really to set really easy goals mm, really i i guess so although i i guess with a bit of thinking you, you can you can avoid that <laughs> well i mean
0: i i guess there's there's a few ways to look at it there's um if you're able to maintain a certain level then it's good enough for now which is kind of the one I subscribe to. Yeah. Then there is a I guess aiming super low. I don't know if I'm aiming super low, maybe <laughs> I am. Then there's aiming super high, and that's the that's the part where you know like it hmm. Uh, I think maybe we should vary it up like we should have one or two months out of the year or three months out of the year where we overpromise and try and hit that cuz usually if you overpromise then you kind of put the stress on yourself. And yeah. either way, like, even if you miss, you'll probably still get a lot further than if you just aim for a very, you know, realistic, small goal. Yeah. So those are just my thoughts. But I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, maintaining things. I mean, eventually, yeah, you should, should sit down and review to see if um, your routine is working, if the content that you put out needs adjustment. But for the most part, I think I'm okay. There's no need to punish. You know, like, yeah. here's the thing. With schools, you would have to double up. You have to make up the homework that you missed. And you have to do the homework that, you know, that's also due the next day. So I think we kind of take that concept and apply it elsewhere. Like we try to punish ourselves, but I don't think it's the best approach because anyone doing a side hustle, um, it means that they're they're doing this on the side, which means something else is taking up a majority of their time, like a full-time job. So punishing themselves probably isn't the best approach because the whole point is to be able to fit it in your daily routine. And if you overwhelm yourself, you're not exactly helping your case.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I, I like what you mentioned about ha- having a couple months where we set kind of stretch goals. Yeah. I, I think it would be cool if we, like, twice a year or something, we just do a, a month where we set completely crazy goals and, and try to actually hit them. Yeah. J- just just for the, for the fun of it.
0: Yeah, that's something I'm down for. I'm down to <laughs> set aside a month or two or three.
1: All right, So so let's that. do it in May. All right.
0: <laughs> May for our for our anniversary. Yeah, that's the right. Podcast anniversary. Yeah, that's
1: right. So, so we'll have the Crazy May Goals special first anniversary edition.
0: Mm, that's yeah, that sounds
1: good. Perfect. All right. Um did did you did you do anything else that's worth um noting with your sides or side hustles over the last month?
0: Uh unrelated to the goals? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I did finish a book a few days ago. Oh nice. Um which one? It was the Barnum book, PT Barnum, um, his biography. Let me look up the title because I already stashed the book away into <laughs> on, on a shelf. <laughs> Let's see Amazon. There you go. It's called Barnum and American Life, published in 2019. It's a you know it's a pretty interesting book. It, it, there's a subtitle on the cover and it says, uh, "A Life for Our Times and the Biography that Barnum Deserves." So Barnum. Uh, have you heard about him, P.T. Barnum?
1: Yeah, you were mentioning
0: him to me before. It's the
1: the guy from the Greatest Showman or something, right? Yeah,
0: and so he started out promoting shows. Well, more more, less so shows, more so like really odd odd attractions. Like for example, this this is a guy that lived in the 1800s or so. Yeah, and obviously back then. (laughs) They didn't have much laws or regulations. Society was backwards back then.
1: Yeah, the, the standards were different.
0: And I think so he started off uh, working in stores and he eventually saved up to buy his own store. And then he, he he's a good example of someone that made money and then used that money to like trade upwards or... Yeah. Or um what's the word? Kind of enter other fields. And I guess the one field that... I'm not sure if I'm recounting everything correctly. He started going into... um. Shows like, for example, there was one, the Fiji mermaid, which is essentially <laughs> a fish that probably was either connected to a, the top of a monkey's body or an actual fish that bit a monkey and swallowed it, you know, in half of its torso. But it was advertised as, like, you know, come see a real mermaid from Fiji, blah, blah, blah. And the advertisement would show, like, you know, a pretty blonde lady or something that's right. half topless. But in reality, it was uh, something concocted (laughs) and something that probably um, wasn't, you know, it was definitely not a mermaid. And then he would also show off people. Like there was one lady who was claiming to have um, been like over 180 years old, 160 years old. And and there was a short little little short guy, general thumb. So he also like contracted dwarfs. Uh, There was was another interesting story where he had uh, acrobats working for him and he went into one city where that actually had some other acrobats and they were kind of booing uh PT Barnum's acrobat who was performing on stage and barnum had the wise <laughs> idea of like let me create conflict between them you know like yeah let me allow this guy to harass my guy but for the reason of simply creating a show and creating conflict that other people would watch
1: so, so it so it was like the predecessor of the of of wrestling <laughs> in the like you know, world
0: Yeah, I think he understood marketing and just human psychology quite well back in the day. But, of course, more than anything, he um, over-promised and over-hyped and over-glorified things. And to the point where you could say lied, just to get people to come in.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: And Yeah, so basically, you know, it's quite, it's a bit of an interesting read. It's um, Also, you can see some interesting principles in marketing, like before his um, entourage would... Come, before they would come to a city, he would have like a, another few like workers go up ahead of them yeah. and start promoting and start like dropping leaflets and promotional banners to inform the town that, you know, P.T. Barnum's show is coming. So by the time that they arrived, there's already some hype buildup around them. He would also uh, play with the newspapers a lot by revealing or, you know, pub, making like PR press releases. For example, there was, I guess, I think there was one about the Fiji, it was either about the Fiji, um, Princess or mermaid, whatever, <laughs> or the old, old, really old lady, where someone challenged him, and he took that. He's like, "Is this, you know, attraction real or fake?" So and so, yeah. And so he actually entertained that angle because that angle would end up bringing him more people to come and see the attractions instead of just like denying or or um trying to f- fight the guy that's accusing him for putting up fake stuff. <laughs> so in a way, he knew how to play the crowd and he knew how to play the news to his um benefit yeah and similarly similarly also with marketing um when he let's say he had a show and like the show was about to end like you know they're, we're only going to stick around in town for so and so until this day obviously you in you know in current sales and general sales and general marketing you make most of your sales on the last day yeah and then you do and you do an extension so he did that so he was say we're leaving in a day and like you extend it for like another week or a month <laughs> just milking it so there's a lot of that in there and then he went on to do politics and it was also interesting to see how his like character started changing. I guess he was a little more um, towards the end of his life. He was much more interested in doing good rather than like promoting lies. So he was, I think he was involved in abolition or, and supported it, you know, ending slavery. Yeah. Overall, it's like, you know, it's something you wouldn't really expect from like a staunch businessman that's just trying to make a buck.
1: Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think, I, I think, Rockefeller similar in this way like um I, I still haven't finished reading his his biography but but it seems like he went from being like a ruthless businessman to, to more kind of caring about about his surroundings and trying to do good along the way yeah and, and I think it's really good I think more rich people need to do that mm. I, I
0: wonder what causes that shift but it's a very interesting shift to see because you know their views kind of change change on things throughout time yeah. At first, it's all about profit, 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 and then I guess I guess when you get older, you start taking a look back, and if you have any um, <laughs> sense of awareness and empathy for other people, you start rethinking. Because I think Barnum definitely did feel to a point that um, his stuff was misleading, and he yeah. and towards and like towards mid the middle of his career, he tried to do more highbrow stuff, like doing speeches on um, just like self-help and i think he was doing speeches on how to make money also against drinking things like that so he was also doing this kind of work for the betterment of society so i think i guess it got to him you could say yeah so i finished that book uh it was not a
1: bad read but now i have other books to read so (laughs) so yeah so 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 what's your next read Do, do you already have you already decided I have,
0: damn, I have so many books on deck, it's not even funny. Like, I don't want to to promise and (laughs) under-deliver. I have um, My Life in Advertising by John Caples. I still have to read Ramit Sethi's I Will Teach You to Be Rich. I still have to read The Survival Guide to the Misinformation Age or the Disinformation Age that I talked about, I think, last year. Um... Yeah, so I'm not going to say which ones I'm going to go up, go up for next, but I need to finish something and I need to, and I ha- should probably not be buying any more books until, you know, I've cleared my current uh queue.
1: Yeah, that, that that's something I should uh th- that's a rule I should stick to too. Yes, cuz again, before finishing some of the books that I was planning to finish, I just ordered this Business Adventures book.
0: <laughs> it sounds fun, adventures.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I almost for a second, I almost thought you were going to talk about winning the poo, like adventures. <laughs> of. I'm like, Oh boy, I, I like the sound of this or where this is going. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, um, that was it outside of goals, just reading. And for the next month, what do you have planned?
1: All right. So I, I guess it's time to set the goals for, for March, 2021 for, for this month, I guess. Um, right. so, um, yeah, so, so I plan to continue publishing content as, as usual. Um, at least nine times a week, potentially increase it a bit more towards the, towards the end of the month. Mm-hmm. But, um, but pl- again, plan to stay consistent at five articles a week on on the bigger side and, and two, two each on, on the smaller sides. Mm-hmm. Um, also, th- this month, I'll really post an article on my aviation blog. What are you going to write my, about? Um, about my flight from, from London to Tokyo back in September last, last year. I'm almost done with the writing. I still need to finish a couple of sections and, and um, add the photos and things like that. Okay. It should be no problem. Um, And then I guess a couple of smaller um, one-off projects. So one, I, I'm pretty good with keeping up with um, internal linking on my largest blog. Essentially once a week, I try to go back and, and try to do internal linking from, from older articles to the latest published articles. So that everything's nice and interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't done that for my two smaller sites yet to to uh, to, to a large extent. So um I hope to go back and, and catch up on those. Here here's a question. Why do internal linking? Um one, it helps I guess if you send people to to other parts of your site where it's relevant, but two, it also um helps um or or, or so they say, I, I believe it's true, it, it helps um, SEO in terms of like, helping Google understand the structure of your site and, and showing it that you're, you don't have just a bunch of like independent articles, but you're, that you're kind of creating knowledge around certain topics and you have different articles on the same topic. So, mm. so it's kind of tying it all together. Like If you look at Wikipedia, for example, like v- Wikipedia is full of internal links, right? It's like every other word is a link to, to another relevant piece of content. Yeah. And so, so I think the, the logic behind it is similar and just creating, like, a network of content.
0: Okay. I was just curious, just in case anyone out there, is, you know, is thinking about doing a blog or is already doing a website, internal linking is something they might want to do. And it's something maybe I would want to do, too, because I know with my new um, blog, a lot of the stuff is not exactly related. Yeah. So it's something for me to think about.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's an interesting point, because I, I think we chatted about this earlier, but, um, like, before I used to like to just kind of create random content about random topics that are still within the niche of course of the site mm-hmm. but now i just like to work kind of on clusters of topics because then i can just connect them all together and interlink them and and just have this small site within a site essentially mm-hmm. with like 10 15 20 articles on on the same topic yeah yeah so uh, yes yeah, so, so um i plan to go back and and um and add those links to the two sites the other thing um you, you've seen my site so as you know um the two smaller sites don't have any sort of branding or any logo or anything mm-hmm. and um and while I don't think it's necessary, I still think it's nice so um I just I will either make or or have somebody make a really simple logo for for the two sides and and put it up just so that they look a bit um a bit better i guess okay and a bit more um, trustworthy and then the last one of of these um or p- perhaps the most important one um I want to start looking for a new writer um just because of a couple months ago or or a month ago or so as you know um i parted ways with one of my writers so now i'm down to two Hmm. um and they're both doing an excellent job but um both to kind of diversify and also to be able to scale up as as time goes by Hmm. um i hope to find one or two more um new ones into the pool okay
0: yeah like you said last time it's better to have more than less, because if you lose one, that's gonna get in the way of your um kind of your already your system in place that you already have running, like if you're used to posting x amount of content a month, and it all depends upon these few writers if one of them leaves that's definitely gonna knock you off base
1: yeah exactly and, and it's always like once you have a momentum, it's kind of easy to keep going. but when you have something like that happen to you, and like you lose half of your capacity. Yeah. Then it's pretty difficult to scale up to to ramp back up because you need to go you need to still keep your existing writer busy and you also need to find a new writer and you're in a rush to find a new writer. So I think it's better to kind of always be a step ahead with the hiring. Yeah. Um so 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 yeah, I, I think it's it's a really it's really important for me to to find a new writer or or an additional writer, I should say.
0: Okay. Any more goals?
1: Um I guess these are the five goals related to um to my online businesses that I think are worth um mentioning here.
0: Mm. What about the KN aviation book?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that that's still in the works. That's still the the plan is still to get it done by the end of the year. Um but I, I I think I'll have to get um get my online businesses um I I guess fixed up first and um just find a new writer and um and and I think the other thing I need to do is get ahead with with preparing content briefs. Mhm and potentially even even outsource part of that. And and this actually a thing that I was thinking about a lot lately is um cuz i guess right now what i'm doing is i'm creating the content briefs, i'm finding the keywords of course, creating the content briefs, um then assigning them to writers and then doing some of the editing, mm-hmm. maybe half. Um and then and then um i'm doing most of the formatting for the for the informational article. My VA is doing formatting for the buyer's guide and things like that. And and then I just schedule the publishing inside Notion, inside my content databases. And then the VA goes and actually schedules the post for publishing in WordPress. So there's still quite a bit of my involvement in what I don't think needs my involvement mm-hmm. in, in the process. So I think the first step is kind of building myself out of it and and automating things even more. Um, yeah in a way that doesn't require my input beyond much beyond the um the keyword research and perhaps the content brief creation and and then of course um like re- review of the stuff that I publish and things like that so to to ensure some sort of level of um consistency
0: okay so those are your goals for march twenty twenty one right
1: yeah exactly so so we have thirty days to to hit those
0: oh yeah, March is oh i think the the magic or the key to hitting goals is uh, probably very similar to the same way that you would wake up earlier or be able to follow a meal plan. And I think the secret to that is, like, in a case of going to sleep, you just go to sleep earlier. (laughs) (laughs) And with the meal plan, it's, I guess, also a similar thing. It's like you have to put in the work earlier. So that way, you know, means going shopping, getting all the food that you need and prepping it. That way, when you wake up the next day, it's all kind of there yeah otherwise you know nothing nothing really works out if you save it until the last minute yeah i think the reason why i'm failing goals, i've been failing goals this month is just i i didn't do things ahead of time enough usually doing yeah. things ahead of time is probably the best way or doing them as early <laughs> as possible including going to sleep as early as possible yeah is the best way to keep it going
1: yeah the, the, yeah i think those are some good tips just just proactively start early yeah and start checking things off. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, so so um, those are my five goals, and and then some. Um, h- how about you?
0: Uh, okay. So I will continue as usual the four posts on the main sites, two on the new one. Yeah. And like you mentioned, do closely linked topics on the new one, because uh, just like we just like we talked about, you know, it's a lot, it's probably it's a better to have a writer focus on one topic at a time. Yeah, several articles about it at, those, at the same time it also has the seo benefit of internal linking so i kind of want to do that from this month yeah so i'll maintain that um also continue the nice to haves the daily walks not well, something mostly daily 30 minutes a day updating all content i think i only updated two or three articles internal linking I think she do more of that. Well, just as as mentioned. Also, the t shirt stuff. Uh, I already have two designs. One of them is not up, so I'll post it up later this month. And I guess the other nice to have goal is to like produce one sale from the t shirt. It's not something I want per se, but it's something like it'll be cool to get.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really, as I said before, I'm really curious to see how those t shirts will do for you because um, I, I was I was considering doing some merch sort of things for for my aviation website before but I never got around to putting anything up. Yeah. So um, I th- I think this is a similar exercise and I'm, I'm really curious to see the results. And it's, it's, it's exciting to see that you actually already made some, some um, products and, and have put them up. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like, it's, it's funny how this thing went
0: from idea to reality in a way. Yeah. Probably the hardest part was taking that first step and, putting in a request to freelancers. First I went on Fiverr and I submitted a request and I got, you know, I got one for five bucks. Yeah. And then I also, I kind of wanted more designs as well, just to like have several on hand. Maybe I could choose the best one. And I also went on Upwork and have one from um, another designer. Uh, by the way, I have to say that, you know, requesting designs, requesting art is hard as all hell. It's like, it's very, you know, like you can, we talked about this off call, but with content, you can provide them a template you know, in paragraph one, I want you to talk about this paragraph two, that paragraph three, this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But with art, unless you have something really specific in mind and you draw out a sketch for your freelancer or artist, and if you don't give them much to go by, it really ends up depending on them. Yeah. So I guess anyone listening that's like, yeah, I kind of want to put something out there. Probably the best advice is either you let them run with it or you better know exactly what you want and provide as much material as possible to help them
1: reach that, you know, create that image. I think where this gets especially hard is if you're trying to maintain consistency. Hmm. And and like with design, I think even there, even when there's subtle differences, very subtle differences, like getting the font wrong or getting the font size slightly off and things like that, like it, it can really stand out. So, so I think having somebody that, yeah, either can take your, take your um, simple instructions and run with them and create something great, or as you said and and I think especially when hiring cheaper people and people with less experience and um people you might find on Fiverr and and similar platforms, just giving as much details as possible and 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 like sketching something on a napkin or on your iPad or something, yeah, and say, I want this here, I want that here, maybe this should be red, maybe this should be green, um make it look nice essentially,
0: yeah, I mean, don't say make it look nice, don't give vague instructions. But yeah, be as detailed as possible. I want this here. I want this there. I want this this kind of size. You know, one one thing I was like, another thing you should keep in mind is the dimensions. What's what dimensions are needed by you know whatever store that you're going to go for? Yeah, I think Redbubble had like two thousand. I don't know what it was two thousand by three thousand or, or something. Yeah, pixels. Uh, so all of this stuff is very important. Uh, again, it was kind of challenging. It was interesting. I could have done this any time earlier in the month, but I did not. And I guess by the time you know deadline, our deadline started looming. I was like, all right, I this. this is probably the hardest thing of all other things on my to do list. This is probably the most challenging thing, simply because I've never done it before. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess I'll try and see if I can make one sale at least by next month. But nice. It's not something I'm banking on. It's just out of um, I just want to give it a shot.
1: Yeah. So so, so I guess you'll do some more designs and then perhaps experimenting in a way with with the way you present the things on your website and and where you present them which pages and things like that
0: yeah mostly i'll just promote the two designs that i have so far and if if anyone bites then i'll probably consider investing more down that avenue but you know like i said it's unless that happens i'm just doing it just to get the experience to get it done and learn learn how it's done
1: love that yeah I, th- I think that th- that exactly is the spirit which which we hope that um, that our listeners will will take right It's like just just think of something, take it and run with it and try to implement it and if it succeeds great if it doesn't succeed, no big deal yeah
0: at least you tried it and at least you know it, and plus it doesn't just because it didn't succeed now this does ex- doesn't exactly mean that that's the end for it probably later on with a bit more experience and a bit more wisdom you'll find another way to make it work.
1: Yeah, I- exactly, and and just always look back. Like, if the T-shirt experiment doesn't work out, then try to figure out was it because the design wasn't good, or was it because the audience wasn't the right audience for the design, or was it because it was too expensive, or or or, or what was the deal? Yeah, oh. and then just learn something and move on.
0: Yep, well, that's uh that's what I'm trying so far.
1: And you know, it's funny. It's like
0: it's I have to say of all, I just have to underline that one point: the hardest part of this all. Yeah. Because I've never done it before the hardest part is to do something you've
1: never done before I think the hardest part is to do something you've never done before yeah this, I, I
0: think this so obvious. this sounds obvious and kind of <laughs> um gimmicky, but I think but I just couldn't help but like think about that thought because you know the moment you're trying to do something new there's a lot of vagueness as opposed to you know like we we both know how to write blog articles we both know how to do seo we know the steps involved in that but when it comes to doing something new it's like a giant question mark and i think that's the scariest part
1: yeah i I think so and i think it's really interesting because these days there's so much information out there on how to do this that that essentially it's hard to figure out when when you should take the first step because like if there was only one book to read about the topic and then you you would do the thing you'd say okay there's nothing more i can learn about this now i just got to go out and do it yeah but now it's like you read about how to sell t-shirts and like there's 20 different courses on how to make and sell t-shirts. There's hundred blogs on how to make and sell t-shirts. And it's so easy to get stuck in the spiral of just learning one more thing because you think you're, you don't know enough that you never actually get to the trying phase. Yeah. And, and I think that that, that, that I think that's exactly what the part of the process that you're saying is the most difficult is like, when do I know that I know enough to give it a shot? Yeah. Uh
0: there's a have you ever seen the movie Spider-Man into the Multiverse?
1: I don't think so. I only seen the old the Spider-Man movie.
0: <laughs> it was the most recent one. I think it came out like a year or two ago. It's an it's a animated film and okay. I think you can, if you have Netflix you can find it there. Yeah. Let's see when did it come out. Mm, yeah, 2018, end of 2018. And there's a scene where the main character uh, Miles is asking the original Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is like, you know, when will I know that I'm Batman? <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> Batman. <laughs> it's him. Like, when, when will I know I'm Spider-Man? When will I know I'm ready? And his answer is, "You won't. You know, it's a leap of faith. That's all it is, Miles." And it, it's it's one of these really good scenes. Yeah. And it's also one of these really good like self-help, feel-good quotes. But at the same, time I hate to say it, it's true and it's uh, yeah but the thing is don't get bogged down don't get bogged down thinking about how much of a leap of faith it is just kind of jump anyway i think the less the less thinky you get about these topics probably the better off you'll be and the more likely you'll do it but just as reference it was a very good scene and kind of underlined that point
1: no i, I love that because again I, I think you were sending me some Coffeezilla videos recently and I, i've been watching some of his videos recently as well but like i think the point he's making is that um, once you get into the self-help um, guru sort of content, yeah, it's easy to just keep buying and keep buying and keep buying because a lot of the people that try to sell you the course, at the end of the course, they'll try to sell you the next course and the next course and the next course. Yeah, And 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 it's in their best interest to make you feel like the, like you're not ready yet, right? Because if they make you feel like you're ready,
0: they're not making any money
1: they're not making any money because you're not going to be buying courses from them anymore yeah so so i think there's a lot of these things out there on the internet where where even though the purpose of the content is to educate you and and the education that the content provides is probably enough for you to get started yeah at the end it will say something like if you want to learn more buy this course and and you just fall into the spiral of thinking you don't know enough yeah and and thinking you're not ready
0: Yeah, it's the it's the mindset entrepreneur. They're selling the mindset. When at the end of the day, you don't like mindset is step one, and if you, it's step one, but it's like you shouldn't be staying too long on that step. It's like there's a lot of other steps that involve action. You know, I I can't I can't help but think of you know people that post motivational quotes on uh, Facebook, for example. Yeah, it's like mindset, mindset. How you think, how you think. Blah blah blah. It's like, well, yeah, yes and no. First of all, that's step one. That's like the most basic thing. But you you can't get bogged down on this first first step one in the first place. Like you, it's like it's always gonna be work after that. It's always gonna be work.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like sure, sure. You gotta you you gotta believe you can do it, and and you you gotta value your time and and all those things. But it's like unless you actually go out there. And try doing what you believe you can do. Then, yeah. then what is it good for? It's, yeah. it's not like the money or or the success going to fall into your lap or anything. Yeah.
0: So I, I think that's just my thought. Is like anyone spends too much time, way too much time on the motivational stuff, or the inspirational stuff, on the mindset. If if you if you if you've been reading about mindset last year and five years ago, and you're still reading about the mindset this year, and you're trying to maintain it, it's like I think that's step one. It's like if, you, if you're if you looking up to people like Elon Musk, and I'm pretty sure gurus like try to frame Elon Musk as having a certain mindset, but he himself probably does not think about that mindset. <laughs> He's just like, you know, that that's just like baby steps. That That's the stuff that you should be learning in first grade. And that's the stuff you yeah. mastered and forgotten a long time ago. So you can move on to the more important stuff. But yeah, that's yeah. just my uh, shallow view.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, I think the mindset stuff is definitely important, but I, th- I think you, you gotta combine the, the mindset stuff with the actual, actionable stuff. Yeah. And, and like, if you can kind of, nicely bounce between the mindset stuff and the action stuff, and kind of just keep going back and forth and just moving forward, I, I think it can be really helpful. But if you just read about the mindset stuff, then yeah, then, then you're not gonna see any results, of course.
0: Yeah. I don't. Uh, we don't usually talk about mindset. That's why, and I don't think it's worth giving it much thought, in my opinion. Because, um, yeah, it should be like the first, very first thing that you should have done <laughs> before. Every, it's like, yeah. So that's why I don't like talking about it too much.
1: Yeah, and I, I think the, the other thing is, I think people that find like actionable advice, whether finding this podcast or whether finding a blog that that truly teaches people how to blog and things like that. I think to an extent they already have the right mindset because they took the first step of actually going out and trying to search for the right information yeah, and, and trying to figure out what the first step they should take is.
0: Agreed, yeah. So, um, <laughs> any? do you have any final thoughts? We kind of went off tangent here with our goals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I think my final thought is, um, if you haven't watched it, um, watch some of CoffeeZilla's videos. I mm-hmm. think they're they're pretty interesting. <laughs> And I recommend you
0: watch Spider-Man Into the... Sp- not the multiverse. Into the Spider-Verse is the correct title. <laughs> Very fun movie. And I think there'll be a second one. Nice. And uh, anything else?
1: No, I think I think that's it. I think now it's off to the races with the March 2021 goals.
0: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do like this podcast, please leave us a nice rating on iTunes so we can gain visibility and more listeners. And if you want to check out the drinks that we talked about and uh, anything else that we talked about inside this podcast check out the show notes at sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash e38 and finally if if you want to do start your own side hustle again check out the show notes where we have Bluehost. it's a place where you can buy your own website so you can start publishing content whether it's blogs vlogs t-shirts designs music put it out in the world and start pushing your own side hustle as well this has been the side hustles and stuff podcast with Sheen yuri
1: talk to you next week talk to you next week running down the. Oh, <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> Come on, of that.
0: <laughs> is that. Is this the
1: first blooper? <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Well, I guess. And. Ho- hold on. I got to look out the window. It yeah. sounds like there's a helicopter landing here or something.
0: A helicopter? <laughs> so, he uh, ready? <laughs> so he put. All right. Okay, I'll let you laugh. That yeah. out. <laughs> Well, um. I about my
1: oh wait, we we didn't do your goal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when will I know I'm Spider Man? When I'm when will I when I'm little. Yeah. How do I even? <laughs> mm. What do I say about these things man? It's like it's it's very uneventful. <laughs>
1: Well, you, you can say the labels. <clears throat> you can say the labels are beautiful, and the tea tastes good.
0: Yeah, the labels are uh, nice looking, but the taste is nothing to write home about. But maybe someone might like some subtle tea out there. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> this has been the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast with Sheen Yuri.